Welcome to Love Your Show. What time are you on? The podcast that highlights broadcasters, former broadcasters, people who have talked on, sold for, and or turned on a radio in their life. Now your host, a guy who hasn't met a microphone he didn't like, Jeff Pierce. It is my pleasure to have on the program today, Jad Namani. Jad, right out of the gate. Love your show. What time are you on? Ah, thank you, Jeffrey. You know, at the time of this recording, anyway, <laughs> uh, I am on 94.9 HOM Monday through Friday with the morning show, 6 to 10. I'm also on 97.5 WOKQ, 3 to 7 with the afternoon show. And on weekends, uh, I'm heard across the nation on top 40 town square media stations uh, from 3 to 7. Okay, so you're in Portland, Maine, Portsmouth, New Hampshire, and a nationally recognized town square media talent. I really buttered these people up, yes. <laughs> Excellent, Jed. Now, why broadcasting? You know, I actually originally wanted to go to school for journalism. Uh, I went to Curry College down in Milton, Mass. Uh, they didn't have a journalism concentration, so I went with the overall encompassing communication. Uh, and I decided I wanted to try everything, so I took, you know, English writing courses, but hopped in the radio station we had there, hopped in the TV studio we had there. And I actually didn't until my final week of my freshman year at school um, host my own radio show. We would go in weekdays. I was in the sports department freshman year. So we would go in weekly and do uh, 91 second sports flashes because we were 91.5 WMLN. So we'd do that. And then we would, you know, do play by play for one sports game, color commentary for one sports game and uh, tech a game back in the studio um, and then do the sports flashes. But we would also on top of that, it was completely student run. So um, long story short, as soon as I did my uh, first actual radio show, um, it was like the last couple of days of my freshman year. I was like, yeah, this is it. And until I met you, I thought Curry College was a fake school. You did. You thought you thought it was a play off the spice, but uh, my, my transcript, sir, says otherwise. <laughs> well, you're a sarcastic fellow, Jed. So you know, I could see where somebody might put Curry College on their Facebook and just try to be funny. So I, I'm just trying to reach your level. <laughs> All right, and uh, so your first station is the Curry College station. So what what format was that? What did they do? It was open format. It was kind of block formatting. Um, so they would have us stick to like top 40, I believe, in the morning. And then the middays, I think we're like alternative-ish. It got more hip hop toward like the um the late nights and then overnights. I think it was I think it was literally called free for all. It was just it was a two to six in the morning. So they just let the kids play whatever as long, of course, as it was edited, but yeah, it was. Um, and then there would be specialty shows in there, too. So like there would be like an all sports talk show. There would be, you know, an all alternative show. Anyway, there would be an all, um, I don't know, like geek show talking about like comics and all that stuff. Not that comics are geeky, but, you know, that's literally what they <laughs> called it, I think. So but yeah, it was pretty much different block formatting. Yeah, exactly. Where I come from, we call it block programming. There we go. Yeah, you know, blocks let, of let, time. Like I said, shows. Just trying to reach your level, and I'm, I'm a couple rungs down. <laughs> All right, Jed. So, Jed Namani currently on 94.9 HOM and 
97.9 WOKQ in beautiful Na- Portsmouth, New Hampshire. 97.5. 97.5. I am. 97.9 is one of the national uh, stations that I'm on, though, out of Portland, Q97.9. So you were close. You were close. I think a translator, isn't the translator in Manchester 97.9 or something like that? Yes. Yeah. So you were technically sort of right there. I'm sort of right most of the time. Okay. We'll we'll so, um, Obviously, you love your current situation, but if you could break it down, best job you ever had. I'm not saying this just because you were there, but it was, <laughs> it, it, and honestly, like it was where I started learning a lot of stuff. I mean, if if you don't remember, uh, so to answer your question first, and then give the backstory of why I'm saying that, um, it was at least it, it was the first everything for me. So first full-time job in radio, working for you at uh, iHeart in Portsmouth, New Hampshire. Um, you know, Z107, you hired me to be the afternoon jock and the promotions guy. And I strolled in thinking, you know, coming off a working street team for a top 10 market down in Boston, you would think that, you know, or I thought I knew everything about promotions. Yeah, set up a table, entertain the public, roll some dice, give away some prizes, have them fill out the engine to win, and then it's good to go. And first day I was like, oh, yeah, just a little bit more than that. But it was cool, though. Like, you know, you, you taught me a lot, brought me up to speed with that. And then, you know, throughout time, it kind of opened it up to more tasks. And then, you know, you would show me something once I mastered that or felt comfortable with it. It would become my responsibility and it just it kept on rolling. So I, I would honestly say that just because, like, it created a great foundation for, you know, where I am now. And you ended that gig as the program director. Is that correct? Yeah. Uh, elevated to program director, kept afternoons. And then, you know, I would, I would be a part of some of our sister stations in, you know, all over new England with weekend shows. Yeah. Well, you, you voice tracked. So, so you left iHeart in uh, Portsmouth in 2018. Yeah. Right? 2018 ended up in Tulsa. I'm the date guy. I'm the rain man of dates. You um, are. It's incredible. <laughs> And so you left uh, left iHeart New Hampshire 2018. You went to Tulsa, Oklahoma, but you were voice tracking for those people in Tulsa before, before, right? Yeah, about a year before. So I had there was an opening um, for middays. So I had been tracking the midday show, and then for about a year before I got out there, I got out there, uh, moved to afternoons. So you know there was a, a live live body for a uh, drive time day part, and then. Yeah. And then was PD of that station and still continued tracking for the other stations that I was on before. So can we explain, not that any regular people are probably listening to this, but just <laughs> for the regular people, what, what does that mean, the tracking and how does that work where you're tracking other markets? So all the computer systems uh, can talk to each other basically once they are told to. So from Tulsa, Oklahoma, I was able to pre-record because we do that sometimes in radio, if you're not in the industry and you're watching this. Peek behind the curtain, sorry. Uh, I was able to pre-record a show for the weekend on like a Thursday or a Friday um, from Tulsa for Providence, Rhode Island or Portsmouth, New Hampshire or Manchester, New Hampshire or New Haven, Connecticut. So basically anywhere across the country that is also um, an iHeart station. The computers can talk to each other. So what they have on their computer for a music lineup, I could access from Tulsa and just, you know, where I'm supposed to talk on the radio, talk on the radio. And it loads up over there. All right. Jad Namani, face for radio, voice for newspaper. Uh, <laughs> here's, here's the question. 
worst moments in broadcasting? This is also going to be my answer for best moment in broad. All right. Worst moment in broadcasting. I have to say there's two getting laid off uh, in Tulsa, but that's honestly because I made some of the best friends that I'll ever have out in Tulsa. So I knew ultimately when that happened, I was going to come back home, which again is also the best moment that happened to me, but spoiler. Um, so I knew that I was going to end up leaving them eventually, which was a bummer. Uh, professionally, like on air, the worst moment was back in college. Um, and it was actually like, it was all student run, like I said. So some of the student directors, the upperclassmen were in the studio with me. I had turned on the mic in the middle of the conversation because I had to talk. I think one of the people in there didn't realize it, dropped a swear, realized they swore with the microphone on. They swore again because they swore, swore one more time. And then it was just like, oh, so that was, that was kind of awkward. I'd appreciate, uh, or I'd like to thank the FCC for not tuning in that day because that was a train wreck. <laughs> That's funny, but you know, when you're trying to, you're trying to cut your way into the industry, that's, you know, not a good way you want to start. I'm not going to go down the accidental profanity road because this is a longer story, but my first time on the air, I swore. Really? Yep. Fun fact. We'll talk about that in a future episode. That's what we call a tease. Um, (laughs) Set me appointment. So, so Jad, you said that, you know, your best moment, your worst moment getting laid off. And, and, and I've been laid off in this industry twice, uh, two times as, as of this moment, as of this recording, I've been laid off twice. (laughs) (laughs) Don't speak it into the universe. (laughs) Exactly. As of this moment, knock on wood, I've been laid off twice. Um, and exactly what you said at the time, it is absolutely the worst moment in your life. And then like your case, it leads to something better. So you get yourself out of Tulsa, uh, you get back to New England, um, and and tell me about that experience. What, yeah, that you, was where you are. It was honestly, um, like I said, it, it was a best moment because I had gone out to Tulsa with the you know the goal to come back in a better position, which ideally happened not the way that I thought it would but it happened um but it was you know right before the pandemic started so I get home and nobody's hiring there's nothing to do you can't go anywhere so it was like best moment yeah to get back home because I had achieved what I wanted to do I wasn't I had no contract anymore keeping me in you know any particular part of the country and I loved Tulsa just because I was excited to come home doesn't mean I didn't love the city for the record. Um, but yeah, it, it was a long go. I'm not going to lie. Um, just constant conversations and, you know, a, a door closing, but a window opening and then the window opening more and then the window closing, but then, you know, a slider door cracked open. It was, it was a lot of, it was a lot of the same stuff, the same, Hey, there's an opportunity. Let me talk. And you'd talk and you'd keep talking and you'd keep talking and then stall. But then another opportunity. So keep talking, keep talking, go down the road. Ah, oh, they're not interested. But hey, another opportunity. Same thing. So it, it was a long journey for that. Um, but it pays off too when you have good relationships in the industry and you prove yourself to be a hard worker in the industry because people look out for you. And ultimately, I feel like anyway, that's what happened with me with uh, you know people that I'd worked with 
before in a previous life, now all at Town Square were, you know, really pushing to get me in and bring me in and be like, hey, this guy can be an asset in in all different, you know, areas that we want, you know, revenue or ratings or getting out in the community and doing good. So it, it, it pays, it pays to keep good relationships. It pays to have people looking out for you at the end of the day. So. And so with all of that, um, how long were you in between jobs? I mean, obviously the pandemic factors into this. Right. So how long were you in between jobs? I think it was about nine months. I got laid off like mid January and I started working for town square mid October. So almost like nine months to the day. I feel like I've done some informal research on this, Jed, and I feel like nine months seems to be the average. Like everybody that I've talked to, pandemic or no t- pandemic is about nine months in between gigs in in the broadcasting world. So, so you're you're yet again truly average. <laughs> I'm just real middle of the line mediocre. You know what? That's good though, because I don't want to I don't want to be under that line, but I don't want to I don't want to stick out. I don't want to be head and head head and heels above the rest, whatever, whatever the setting is. I don't I don't want to stand out because then 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 you're noticed. I want to just cruise, my man. I just want to cruise. All right, so uh, Jed, influences in broadcasting. You know, obviously, you talked about your college experience. What who is influencing you now? What what are your influences to continue to strive to, as you said, be better? Um, I feel like, and you know, especially now because we've kind of gone similar paths and I've said this name for years because he's become one of my best friends too. But, uh, Jackson blue, I mean, he, when he was in top 40 starting out, uh, he just, I feel like we have the same personality, the same energy and like so much the same presentation on air, which, I take his equal parts a compliment and then ask myself, am I accidentally ripping him off and not realizing it? But a lot of people, like a lot of my friends will be like, oh, are you on, you know, this station? Are you on this station? Which Jackson has been or is on. And I'm like, no, that's probably Jackson. And it is, but um, I just feel like the, our makeup, like in general as humans and our personality and just our presentation on air are very similar. So he also made the transition from top 40 and I think he was pretty much lifelong career long top 40. He's now in country. So I'm also in country in the afternoons now. So it's kind of, I'll tune into his show if I get a chance just to kind of see if he's, cause I feel like I'm, I'm still kind of very top 40 on country, but I feel like the format's different than it used to be. So I'll kind of tune in and be like, what's, what's he doing? Cause obviously he's doing it right and he's successful. So um Jackson you know morning guy I pay way more attention to morning guys now than I used to and not that I didn't before because I've always kind of wanted to be on a morning show um I didn't think I would be a lead mic I didn't think I would be a solo morning show um but you know there's all the legends like Maddie and Elvis but I listen to a lot more AC um AC morning shows now whether they're in the market to see what they're talking about or um contests they have going on just to scout the competition or whatever but a, a lot of morning shows I'll I'll try to catch um you know in and out of the AC format too so be, honestly basically everybody <laughs> I try to listen to everybody so so Jed as I was crafting these questions and looking back at them I kind of feel like this is a job interview I guess I've interviewed too many people too many times so um 
goals? What is, what is, what is your, what is your, give me a, give me a kind of a, well, do what you want with it. Career goal. What, 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 what are you striving to do? I, <laughs> Besides obviously staying employed in broadcasting, which, uh, which is a knife fight every day. Honestly, like, and I mean, that's, that is my answer basically just, I guess, I guess the better answer is, you know, not to stay employed necessarily, but to like, to ride the wave, I guess, you know, there are ride the wave and be able to adapt. <laughs> exactly. Rolling with the homies. If you get that clueless reference, um, ride the wave in a way to be able to adapt to what I guess the company sees as their endeavor, whether they want to turn more to podcasts, whether they want to turn more digital, whether they want to want to turn more, you know, music based or more personality based, be able to be adaptable, um, honestly, so that I don't get blown out again, I guess, if it's if it's a possibility to avoid the uh, the axe coming down on you, but just just to be able to adapt and and continue evolving my skills because I feel like I've always said the moment you feel like you've paid your dues, you're done because I feel like you never stop paying your dues. It, right. There's always some new there's something new coming down. You know, some companies are like, hey, let's let's lean more toward the digital side. Let's not forget radio, but let, let's lean a little bit more digitally. And you know whether whether that's writing articles, whether that's, you know, a TikTok deal, whether that's putting together, you know, funny quickie videos or whatever, or behind the scenes of the show stuff, just to be able to adapt and stay relevant. And I don't want to call myself successful because I feel like that sounds kind of like, you know, egotistical, but try to try to be successful and then continue that along to keep the pinwheel spinning, as they say. Well, that's that's a great answer, man, and that's a great healthy outlook on on the uh, on everything that you're doing. So, personal goal: buy a house. <laughs> be, be, be able. The one thing they tell you never to do in radio: buy a house. Um, no, just you know, uh, and on like simple, like save up enough money to to live, like to have a personal life don't even bring up my living situation right now uh <laughs> that's what you're planning on um you know be able to buy a house and not like be smart financially to not have to live paycheck to paycheck so much that like hey if if i get an opportunity to go on a vacation with friends to be able to take it to be able to to be able to equal parts live uh not what's what's the saying work to live don't live to work like to be able to work right. to live, to be yeah. able to uh, be in a position where I can turn it off and live a life outside of work and radio, but you know, obviously, still stay in it too. So, well, very good, Jad. Jad Namani, thank you so much for. Oh no, 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 no! Thank you, sir. The pleasure is all mine. And once again, love your show. What time are you on? As of this recording, for now, anyway, who knows? <laughs> the, the last 20 minutes, maybe something changed. Uh, again, I, I do mornings, 6 to 10, Monday through Friday uh, on 94.9 HOM out of Portland. I do afternoons, 3 to 7 on 97.5 WOKQ, Monday through Friday. And a hot rock and Saturday night show, too, from 7 to midnight. Uh, and again, national top 40 stations uh, with Town Square Media from 3 to 7 afternoon drives, Saturdays and Sundays. Very cool. Thank you, Jed. Thanks, Jeff. Appreciate it, buddy. Thanks for listening to Love Your Show. What time are you on? Like what you heard? Give us a like, 
a share. Tell your friends and family to listen or listen again. Have a guest idea, show suggestion, or want to provide feedback? Email us at youcanstillrockinamerica at gmail.com. That's youcanstillrockinamerica at gmail.com. <laughs>